Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Rory Heaton. Well, this morning, um, we are starting off jumping into a new book of the Bible. So yesterday, James uh, finished 2 Peter, and today we're jumping into 1 Thessalonians. So you might want to grab a Bible um, and find 1 Thessalonians. Um, uh, I thought I'd just say a little bit about the letter, because it's um, not one that lots of people read all the time. So um, just to give a bit of background... Um, some people think that this might be the earliest letter that Paul wrote to any of the churches. Um, and uh, we can see a little bit of like the context for this um, back in Acts, um, or a little bit of context to what, how the church started. So um, if you were to look at Acts chapter 17, I'm just going to put a bit of that up on the screen. Um, what happens is Paul and Silas, um, they, they go to Thessalonica as part of their journey and they're preaching in the synagogue. And um, and this is what uh, happens. So verse three of Acts 17, uh, Paul is preaching. He says, this Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Messiah. And then it says, some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of God-fearing Greeks and quite a few prominent women. But then what happens next is that trouble starts to brew. So the preaching of the gospel led to jealousy in and among the Thessalonians. And um, there was jealousy from the Jews. There was suspicion from the Roman rulers um, because Jesus was being proclaimed as king and not Caesar. But um, the next verse in Acts 17, Acts 17 verse 5, um, we read this. Um, but other Jews were jealous. So they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, formed a mob and started a riot in the city. So very quickly, we see that um, that Paul and Silas are no longer very welcome um, in in Thessalonica um, and uh, they flee. Um, And so the the church in Thessalonica is um, very quickly left without any leaders at all. It's thought maybe about three to four weeks old. The church is left without their leaders. And we've got such a mishmash of people there. We've got, in verse four, we've got Jews, we've got God-fearing Greeks, we've got men, we've got women, and they don't have um, the people that have brought the message to them with them anymore. But this letter that we're going to look at today, um, what we this, this letter uh, is written on the back of a report that Paul receives from Timothy. And we'll come to that report um, in a few uh, weeks' time. It's in chapter 3 of 1 Thessalonians. Uh, and Paul talks about how the church was flourishing, even though they'd been left in quite a tricky situation so early on in their life. Um, and 1 Thessalonians is Paul's response to this encouraging report that Timothy has sent uh, to a young and faithful church. So why don't I pray and then we'll look at the first few verses of 1 Thessalonians together. Um, God, we thank you um, so much for uh, this letter, for this encouragement from Paul to uh, to a church. And we pray now that um, that you'd speak to us from this. We know that your word is true and relevant and powerful. And God, I pray that as we um, as we look to you together, that you would um, speak into each one of our lives. Amen. 
Amen. So here are the first few verses of 1 Thessalonians. Paul, Silas and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace and peace to you. We always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labour prompted by love and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. It's always interesting how the start of Paul's letters just differ ever so slightly. Um, there's a there's a hint of this hint of the celebration that Paul has um, in the way that he addresses the church as being in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. If you think about the situation they were left in, like he didn't really know what was going to happen after that point with the riots happening and the persecution and the Roman rulers not wanting Jesus' name to be proclaimed. He's he's writing to a church that is still in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. They know the persecution they were going through, and yet they were still standing firm. And then um, this is the first prayer in the letter. There are three uh, three prayers kind of that intersect the letters, one at the start, one in the middle, one at the end. Um, and what we see in this first one is that, that Paul is just thanking God for the whole church. What encouragement for anyone, let alone a church under persecution, to know that people are praying for them. Isn't it always encouraging whenever you hear of someone, someone's been praying for you and um, you don't realise that they have been, but then they mention they have been and you can see maybe how God has been using their prayers to, to support you otherwise. Um, I think that's so encouraging. Um, and then Paul mentions three things. So in verse three, um, there are three things that Paul says he is remembering uh, before God about the Thessalonians. The first is their work produced by faith. The second, their labour prompted by love. And third, their endurance inspired by hope. I don't know about you, when I first read that verse, um, the things that jumped out to me were the Thessalonians' work, their labour, their endurance. Because they feel like the three really tangible things that need the celebration and the encouragement. They've worked hard, they've laboured, they've endured through this persecution. But the reality is, Paul's not celebrating those qualities. Um, he's celebrating the other three qualities that come along with them. He's celebrating their faith, their love and their hope. So if we read um, that verse again, uh, verse three, remember before our God and Father, your work produced by faith, your labour prompted by love and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. It's not that their work grew their faith and their labour deepened their love and their endurance enlightened their hope. It's the other way around. Their bold faith produced fruit in their lives, produced that work. Their love for each other, their love for others around them prompted their labouring for them. Their hope in the Lord Jesus inspired them to persevere and endure even through the hardest of persecutions. And you could say in the words of Jamie Mulvaney that their resolve and their resilience um, came not from their work and their labour, but by their faith, their love and their hope. So the Thessalonians aren't striving to earn or deepen their faith. They committed themselves to the Lord Jesus and their perseverance for the gospel flowed out of those three things, out of their faith, their hope and their love. They embodied what Paul would later write to the Ephesians. Um, Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter two, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift from God, not by works, so that no one can boast. 
So for us today, as we think about the rest of the day coming up, um, whatever that might look like for you, why don't we come right now and focus on our saviour and ask him to stir our faith, to grow our love for every person that we're going to come into contact with and to inspire our hope in Jesus Christ uh, once again this morning. Let's be resolved and resilient, not to, not to strive um, and labour first, but to come to the Lord first, um, trusting in his mighty name. Lord Jesus, we thank you um, for this uh, amazing encouragement um, that we don't need to strive um, in order to follow you, but we can just turn to you and we can, um, we can put our faith in you, we can put our trust in you, um, and we know that our love um, comes from you, the one that is love. And God, I pray that you'd help us to, to hope in you um, again uh, today. And God, I pray that everything we do would just flow out of our faith, our hope and our love. Amen. This morning on HC Daily, we prayed that God would stir our faith in him, that he would stir us in his love uh, for those around us and that he would uh, renew uh, a sense of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in each one of us today.